We recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago that is related to this topic, but recently a another controversial incident has taken place and we thought we would talk on that and add it on. So give us the lowdown. Awesome. So on a on a another all male stream male podcast. A, a comment was said by one of the guys where he said, shout out to South Auckland where there was an all-girl school there and you would look at them and think, is that a girl? His two male co-hosts rolled with laughter. Quite a few people made, like for example, there was Mariner who made TikTok videos as a rebuttal talking about that kind of harmful rhetoric. Um, but there's this article that was written by a Macaulay High School girl where she wrote, when you are a Pacifica girl from a household juggling study errands and cultural responsibilities, when self-confidence is already already a rarity and you hear someone from your own community on a platform with a large following insult young girls for not looking a certain way that their dark colored eyes brown skin and black thick hair isn't seen as beautiful it destroys what little self-belief you had left this is why the joke is not funny and so um did you guys were you guys able to see the video or what was the joke though so the joke was he was he was trying to say you know there's the school over there in south auckland where the girls he was trying to say that they don't look like women, that they look like men. So what was the joke? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's For real. Like I'm very appalled but not surprised. Mm. That's my that was my initial thought. When I first watched the video, thanks to Marinar and his incredibly articulate self. Yeah. It just really highlights this sort of stigma that our Polynesian and Pacifica men not not that it always it that it's always present, but you know, with the, the uprise of these podcasts and whatnot like these sentiments keep spreading yeah and it's just really appalling but it's not surprising hmm. and then seeing the rebuttal from other people within the comments which are usually dominantly predominantly men their their responses are like oh but it's just a joke like why are we so offended we always mock each other uh so what is it like why are we so sensitive these days hmm. Like and and the thing for me is like, to, like I I do get we always who's farting? Why did I pull? Is that a trumpet? I'm like so confused. It's my ass a trumpet. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's coming from outside. It's a machine. It's your dildo. You You left it on. You should have pressed the off button. Hey, babe. Stop it. We're recording. Not now. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's the poor feet. What? Nah, the confidence would be like, what's a bobby? Is it like a monster a ghost? It's a ghost. No, I'm like, brother, it's a cow. It's a cow. <laughs> but a cow can be a ghost. So. <laughs> exactly. Point a made. Can, <laughs> a cow can mean <laughs> What in the world? Like, I don't even know what we're talking about now. Um, but like, oh wait, I'm still laughing. Wait, so that's why, like, when it comes to this kind of talk, because like I find that a lot of the time, I don't know what it is. Like, there was this video that I saw on Facebook. Because sometimes when I go on Facebook, I just go to watch videos. Mm. And there was this. I think they were followed these two boys. They were interviewing different guys in the mall, and they're like, "Oh, what kind of girls are you into?" Oh yeah, did yeah, you yeah. see that? Yeah. 
And they go to quite a few Islander boys and they're like, oh, what kind of girls are you into? And they're like, oh, no, nah, we don't want those Islander girls. And then one of them goes, we like snow bunnies. And I was like, what the hell? That's it. What's a snow bunny? What's a I haven't heard that term. Okay, so snow bunny, from what I heard, means that they like white girls. And for me, I was just like, oh, okay. now you're, um, what do you call it again? Fetishizing white women. Like, that's so dumb to be like, now nah, we like snow bunnies. I was like, what the hell? But that's what I found out is that they, that means they prefer um, white women. Well, for me, I'm just like, no, that's fine. If you'd like white women, that's okay. But why you got to crap on us? Like, I don't understand. That part. You crap on Pacifica women where you literally came out of a brown woman's nanny. Like, what the? So I'm just like, why you got to hate on us? But I totally, like, for me, when I read the uh, Macaulay School Girl, school girls um uh, article for me i was just like no i feel that because for mm. me like a lot of the time growing up the women that like i would always see that are celebrated or are seen as beautiful don't look like me mm. yeah aren't the same color as me don't have and for me i don't have thick hair but i remember always hearing people say oh girls with curly or thick hair they need a straightener or do something I'm like no the hair's beautiful leave it the way that, that it is Wait, let's let's not say all Pacifica men. Pacifica queer men have always been have always protected Pacifica women. That's what I've always seen. Mm. Always celebrate us. I saw Fear's post where he was like and that's something I've always seen consistently from him. And I remember asking him one time, I was just like, I've always felt that. And he said, sometimes he f- he's just like, oh, maybe it's because we know that we can't love our women the way that, in that way. That's why they... Mm, we express it in... Yeah, the, in different ways. I, I feel that. Yeah. I was thinking of my little cousin who I've spoken about before with her TikTok and how she was eight, seven at the time and she would worry about how many followers she yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And okay. the thing that I worried about then is when people, and specifically these men, they call it out as a joke, is that the joke becomes so desensitized to our young Polynesian mm. and Pacifica sisters that they internalize this sort of like toxic hatred and then Mm. comes these body image issues that come to play when they're older so is it a joke until well it affects their mental health yeah and then the same people that say it's a joke they want to come and advocate for mental health month Mm. so it it worries me because it's not that i believe that we are so sensitive nowadays i think we're just calling people out and the thing is, days. and that's a good thing to do, is to call out bad behavior. And it's not cancelling them. It's, uh, and that's the thing, because did you guys watch the apology? Yes. And what did you think of the apology? Definitely love accountability. Yeah. But I think we've spoken about it before where a lot of it comes towards like action, mm-hmm. you know. Words are words, but then what type of action are you going to put into place mm. after the fact? So that's how I felt with the apology. Yeah. Because when I, when I watched the apology... I loved his co-host yeah. and what he was saying. Because for me, I was like, oh, no, nah, he takes full responsibility. And when I, because when I saw the clip of the video where they're doing the ha, 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 this, this, and this, I thought the other guy was white. <laughs> so I was just like, how dare this bollock you, man? <laughs> Laugh at us. But he's Maori. And so in the apology, he takes accountability and he says, oh, you know, it was wrong what I what we did. Shouldn't have laughed, this and this. But when I saw um, Jordan's reaction, I could just tell that he was still in the feelings of, but it's not even that deep. 
Like he apologized, but for me, I'm like, when you apologize, you have to understand why it's wrong. Tell me why it's wrong. Deconstruct for yeah. me. Take accountability. Why do you think it's wrong to call young teenage girls where you have a daughter who one day she will be a teenage girl who was also brown, who was also Samoan? Like, why do you think it's wrong? And I think that's the thing, the unpacking that I hope that he'll have during this time when they have a break. And I think that was very telling, like, when he said what he said. Mm. He said it with so much ease and conviction. Yeah. That, that, that thing really irked me the most mm. is just how easy it was for him yeah. to joke around about not just the, our young Pacifica sisters, but also the, the wearing of a lava lava out in public. When they talk about the, oh, wearing ear lava lava and oh, I can't remember, what's he saying? Like, no, a fish and chip shop. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, what's the problem with that? If someone chooses to do that, there's nothing wrong. Because I heard someone else say, it's these um, islanders that, because, you know, he, he Jordan grew up in South Auckland. And there, someone tried to say, it's these islanders that go from New Zealand to Australia. Why do they do the switch up? And for me, I was like, no, it's not all of us. <laughs> Some of us, quite a few of us, have that kind of mentality where they just like in order to be successful or to receive success you have to have this like white standard and so they for me in my mind I'm like it's like they glorify white people or this this thing of you hang around with this kind of um the thing is that I kind of get that perspective though yeah in a system that does favor Mm. white culture yeah I get it that you grew up, you grew up thinking, if I live this way, if I live like a white person and look like one and talk like one, then I've made it. So I get it mm. because the system is designed that way to make you think that. Yeah. So I'm not. It's not. It's not like I'm taking no, away no, no, responsibility. I yeah. But I do understand that perspective. So you know how he says, "Oh, he goes." I could tell in the the snippet that I saw where he was just like, "Oh, when you make it out the hood." the people from back there like it's like they don't want you to be happy or t- and for me i was just like what does he mean by make it out of the hood like move out yeah because for me i was like oh it's moving away because mm-hmm. for us how we grew up we struggled so much but living in australia now uh, we have different kinds of job it's a higher pay it's a different co- like you can afford things but it hasn't switched changed who i am as a person and i've never heard people say that i'm different or i don't look down on anyone that's in the circumstance that we were previously in. Mm. I do understand what he means. It's it's the similar when you leave a small town and it's like the small town doesn't really want you to mm. leave or doesn't want you to succeed. I kind of get that, where he probably has experienced it with people back home. I just like, oh, what are you going to move there for? Mm. Like, what for? Because I, like, I want to. Because I kind of experienced similar stuff when I wanted to do the whole college thing overseas. Yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely understand that perspective. What I don't understand is the way that you then look at the place where you come from. I mean, like, but any sort of opposition to it, I get, I'm not defending it. No, no, definitely, yeah. But, like, in regards to, like, it's a natural response to be like, okay, uh, like, the community that I grew up in doesn't, isn't happy for me, yeah, then fine. We're, we're adversarial now. But I think there's a difference between community and the circumstance you were in. Because for me, we, we grew up, and I would always say we were Makiva, like mm. we were poor. Um, and so we grew up in that, but the community that we were in, the people were, we were all in a similar circumstance, but they, we all helped each other, we were yeah. all good. And so I find that us getting out of that or leaving I'm still super good. When I look back, I'm like, it was so hard at the... T- like, when I look back, I'm like, man, I don't know how we survived all that crap. But I'm like, the people were never bad. Mm. It was never them. I don't and know just, No, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's different. different and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he has 
yeah, it's different experiences, like yeah. Lamar, like Lamar was saying. Because yeah. maybe he didn't have that. Mm. Maybe he didn't have like a community that, mm. and but he I, just had grew up with resentment yeah. toward it. Yeah, it's just my understanding is that, like you can, like Casilla was saying, you can move out and still have appreciation for the place that place you, you grew up. You came from, but even like when he was talking about, oh, when people say that I'm changes, mm. but if you look at the, the way that the you know when it draws back to how I was talking about how easy it was for him just to dismiss. Yeah. Like, if that's your intention of how you view the place that you come from, then, like, it makes sense why people would say that in the first place. Because mm. mm. I'm not going to lie, like, tall poppy syndrome is very real. Definitely. Like, as well. That's, what it, that's like, kind of what I mean. It just happened to be targeted toward... But I just feel like when it comes to the majority mm. of our community, very supportive. Like, for me, I know, like, we're all clapping when we see... Pacifico people succeed, whether it's in the sports arena or in academics or whatever. For me, I'm just like, oh, we're always applauding. But I just don't think we need to crap on the people that aren't making it. Because even the thing is with stuff like, even the little stuff he brought up, like wearing a lava lava to the shop, like the fish and chip shop. I'm like, there is a white equivalent to that. You know, on a Saturday morning, Hmm. not wearing like your absolute best, like what you wear around the house. Yeah. There's a white equivalent to that, and white people do it too. Mm, yeah, they so I don't. No un- so I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, but no shoes. <laughs> no, but no, for real, they yeah. wear no shoes. Man, walk around Newtown. Yeah, no shoes. But the point I'm trying to make is, I'm like, there's an equivalent to that. Yeah. Like, it's not all what what that just polyfocus. Yeah, it's yeah. not polyfocus. So. Have you ever felt embarrassed of your culture when you were younger? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I changed it. In primary school, embarrassing. In primary school, my name was Joseph. Oh, I do remember that I preferred my anglicized name. Mm. <laughs> and because my first name isn't Samoan, I would prefer to be called that. And yeah. I remember even like when I say anglicized name, I would anglicize Priscilla and be like, oh, it's Priscilla. I want that to be my name. Mm. But I noticed that as I got older, I became an adult. I prefer being called Sila over anything mm, else. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't think I have. Uh, like, I'm trying to think if I've ever felt embarrassed seeing if my mom went to the shops or something, if that ear level level, if that was something that I found embarrassing or not. I can't really think that I did. Mm. <laughs> or like wearing socks and jandals. Okay, the thing is... When we came from from New Zealand, I always did that. So some it was of normal. yeah, so some of my cousins would get a little mm. embarrassed of me because I remember like <laughs> like a few times I'd be like, oh sorry, I forgot to put shoes on, and they want to go inside a restaurant. I'm like, yeah, I'll come, and I don't have shoes on. We go, or when we would go drop off um, family to the airport, and they want us to do you know wait around in the airport. I'd be in an ear love lover and just jandals or no shoes. So for me, I'm like, I've I've never been embarrassed that way because I'm like, oh, I feel comfortable. But, but I know now I don't ever do that. But it honestly so just depends on where like what was normal i know some people look down on it but i was like you go to i don't know byron coffs harbour you go to Cairns, those places people walk around barefoot all the freaking time and that's what i mean like that's why i totally get the whole thing of it's not just an islander thing yeah but i can remember when i was younger like my mom's english is fine but I would get embarrassed when my mom would teach in church spaces mm. and the kids, because my mom's got bad hearing as well. And that I could, I can hear the kids mocking and laughing at my mom and I would get super embarrassed. 
And there was just that one time when I was in seminary and one of the kids, he was all the way in the back. And I was like one of the youngest. <coughs> he was mocking my mum. And I literally stood up and said something to him. Like I told him to shut up. Then my mum slapped me. Like literally. <laughs> and I just remember being so embarrassed. And I just cried because I was just like, oh, I wasn't even being disrespectful. I was trying to stand up for you because they're flipping mm. So I can remember those instances. But I think it's because growing up, especially in a country that's not our own, because we hear other people laugh at our parents who, can't, who have broken English or because we're not dressed a certain way, sometimes we try to join the crowd so that we can fit in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something where I'm just like, oh, I don't, like it's something that as I've, I've, I feel like I've grown out of or I try to grow out of. Where I'm like, oh, that's not okay. Because I think that really highlights, you know, this whole situation that has come, um, like the way that we project our insecurities is by using humour. Mm. No, and definitely. It's a lot of the reason why people are like in the comments saying mm. it's like, why is it that we can mock each other? Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, a, a situation like this, it's not funny anymore. Mm. And for me, I, I feel like the context is different. Yeah. Because when we mock each other, we're like holding a mirror up to ourselves and our people. Mm. You know, the show's like laughing with someone, it's, yeah. it's about our people. But when you're making jokes at the expense of our people towards an, o- an audience that are predominantly not our people, yeah. I think that it is comes across as bullying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but why do we why do we like joke like that to ourselves? You know, why do we cut ourselves short? To be honest, I lean into that sort of humor. Same. I like it. I like self-deprecating humor. But I, I I feel like for me. If I'm not laughing about it, then I'll end up crying about yeah, it. Yeah, true. So I'll not laugh about <laughs> that. So true. No, I think that have to laugh, right? Like, yeah. naturally, I don't think we are conditioned to show that type of emotion, right? Like the, that really vulnerable. Mm. Let's cry together about the way we are type of emotion. We just rather laugh yeah. and self-deprecate ourselves. I know some people they like our oh, humor is a way of covering up. I'm not a professional but i'm like i think it's fine if that's how you cope with it mm. i think it's fine i don't think it's like a coping method that you're eventually gonna burst out of and it's gonna break down i'm like no that's that could be the end yeah of this like, it doesn't have to be like oh you you have to unpack no 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 wait, 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 you, do. Like, you do have unpack to unpack shit, bro. <laughs> okay then unpack that buzzing <laughs> <laughs> unpack the batteries <laughs> Like, the thing is, like, for me, there's nothing wrong with laughing about stuff. But no, there's no. also nothing wrong about crying about things. Yeah. No. Like, it's, 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 it's healthy. Either, it's, he- yeah, it's, it's whatever healthy. whatever you're after. But there is something wrong when you're looking at your own people and all you find are what they're not. The shortcomings. Yeah, and you just focus on that. For me, I'm like, you've become so... You're really trying to lean into this white thing. At the end of the day, you're still brown. Love your people. If you if that's the way you want to live, then you live there. But still love your people. You know, my question about the situation, I don't agree with what he said. I think mm. it's, yeah, it's harmful, it's hurtful. But for an opinion that he has, does he have to apologise for it? Yes. If that's his opinion? If it's an opinion about young girls, I think that's... Well, I think it wasn't he recounting his experience growing up there. 
So he was saying, yeah, growing but up, he right? was he was trying to say that the girls don't even look like women. He was trying to say that yeah, they don't I, look like men. I know that. Does he need to so apologize? you don't think he Does needs he, to apologize for that? Well, the thing is, if you haven't like, do you have to apologize for opinions? That you, you don't have, have to apologize. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't you don't have to. Yeah. But you should. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, you should. Especially <laughs> you, if it's. You should. But, but that's probably from his. But that's what I'm saying. Like his. That's, why his perspective didn't come across as sincere because he's probably thinking in his head. It's just what I think, though. But yeah. the thing is, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, just like, why am I saying this? And that's that's the thing. I'm like, is it a performative apology? Like, are no, you uh, genuinely? Apo- and that's I think that's why when I looked at the apology, I could tell that the, the his co-host genuinely was apologetic. Mm. And I was just like, I but is it because it's his, his podcast? No, because they both. I think oh, I don't know. Was it, wasn't no Jordan idea. just a guest? <laughs> I was no, like, I'm, if it's his no, podcast, he's Jordan like, I'm apologizing to save this. He, he, he was a, he he was a co-host, but that's what I mean. Like watching it, I could tell the other guy took accountability, and you could see that he really is trying to unpack and work on that. But with Jordan. When he was just sitting there making his face, just like suddenly, <laughs> his focus from what I saw, the focus of his apology was like, "If someone felt bad, then I'm sorry." Mm. But he wasn't sorry for that opinion. And for me, I'm like, "Oh, all the nine comments, yeah, <laughs> all his TikTok comments that he left in marriage yeah. video." But like, yeah, like Seth said, yeah. you don't, you, you don't, you have, have, you to don't have to apologize for your right? own opinion. Yeah, because I think that's where I'm at with this is because I'm like the actual opinion itself. I'm like, no, those are mean things to say, but. Does everyone have to agree in order for him to be a part of our community? No. no. The thing is, right. you, you can't say for him to be... He is part He's of the community, community, regardless if he wants to or not. Sully, you're someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run away. The, the blood of your asses is running for you and for everyone no. else. Like. Did you see the comment by Gabby? No. She said you can run away as much as you want, but your nose... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's where I'm at with this, is mm. that I didn't know he existed before this. Yeah. And he will go back into the abyss mm. in yeah, my mind no, no, after this. Where that. I'm just like, I'm, I mean, like, yeah, you call people out. That's great. But I think a valuable skill to learn is learn to just ignore people and succeed nah. regardless. Oh, sorry. No, I disagree. Oh, no. If we're clearing opposition for no. everything, I'm like, you can still succeed in without it. In order for things to change, you need to confront it. You need a unpack it in order for things to change for but, me, but, but you, what are you saying what, what yeah, needs you to change, to change. You're, you're trying to change somebody no who, I'm not trying to change him then what are you trying to change I'm trying to change this rhetoric that Pacific women are ugly or less than mm. or look like men yeah but you can do it regard, like without yeah. him though yeah of course but yeah, the thing and is, ignore like, him but if you have a platform where, that's yeah. where it changes yeah I, in, my, in my mind it changes if you have a platform then you have a responsibility for the people that are listening to your opinion mm. not saying that you have to apologize But I do definitely believe that you need to ponder, especially if you're 35 years old and a father. And the thing is, like, it's not just him. There are so many Pacifica men that have that mentality. Mm. He's the one that's done it on his forum or whatever. And for me, I'm just like, we need to unpack this now while it's being, because now people are talking about it. Yeah. And so that's what I mean by you can't ignore him, just be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, because that happens a lot. And then a lot of a lot of us women feel that way, are still unpacking that way, still trying to, why am I feel like I'm going to cry? <laughs> but still trying to unpack this whole thing of, oh, man, I wish I would look like that or wish mm. I could be that way. So that's why I'm just like, nah, we can't ignore it because I internalize that shit. There are young girls like that girl was saying that internalize that crap. And for me, I'm like, oh, that's not healthy. That's not okay. And the thing is, it's our own men that are saying it. And I'm like, that hurts so much. It's heartbreaking. And then we pass that on to our daughters. And then it gets passed on. And I'm like, no, especially with how 
colonization did a number on us and Christianity and whatever. So for me, I'm like unpacking all this trauma. It's good to do it now so that a woman can continue to be empowered so that we can heal from that. And, and our men as well. I don't know. That, and that really reinforces my thinking of when I was thinking about my little cousin is the way it's a joke until it's not a joke anymore mm. it's a joke until our young sisters are internalizing the self-hatred that the men our cis-hetero men tend to put out on these podcasts and it's a joke until you know sis comes out with social anxiety mm. doesn't love herself doesn't like anything about herself she hates her people hates her culture hates the way she looks like it's a joke until it's not do you need to apologize no you don't need to apologize no should you i mean that's up to you and your brand um but like it's i think yeah just the, the, the way that you think especially on a platform i think it, it's nice to apologize or not even to apologize but it's to acknowledge yeah i think just acknowledging your words i think that's very important even if it's not an apology just acknowledge okay look i understand but the message and the context i think that matters when these men are recording podcasts yeah, I'm still of the opinion that I think the skill, mm. the greater skill is I'm like, you can succeed despite those opinions still existing in the world. No, oh, yeah, you, you definitely like can. definitely. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah, ignore yeah. him as in just like, oh, don't pay oh, attention. Okay, like, okay. still don't pay attention yeah. to yeah. him. Ignore him and bring up the conversation as it was. I yeah. think that's fine. Mm. I definitely, because I think cancel culture has really highlighted that as well. Yeah, yeah you're trying like, to s- cancel somebody into submission. And I was like, just leave it. Address it, bring it up, talk about it. And I and think then it's they come great. back. And they then bounce back. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm Yeah, what I'm saying is the ultimate goal. Like, there's the sort of like, even talking about his apology i'm like whether he apologized or not who cares address mm. what was said why it's not just hurtful and stuff but why it's not true mm. why it's all just opinion and one person's opinion no matter how loud the voice is you can still succeed regardless mm. to me you don't need to remove all opposition in order to succeed no, i do understand not. the lasting effects that it has mm. on the community but i think it's important to arm the younger generation with the ability to ignore it and not internalize it as opposed to just just focusing on trying to shut those voices out because those voices will exist regardless and at the end of the day though what does succeed succeeding mm. look to you mm. like not to you i'm not asking the question but what does that look like to you yep. as a person mm-hmm. you know is it dismissing your community is it disowning your community or is it just having a balangi girlfriend which is you know no judgment you yep. can do what you want you awful know. a lot of the community is just is succeeding just cover like covering the basics as in you know having a functioning home a loving home building that for yourself and if that's succeeding that's fine regardless of whether you live that home that loving home could be in south auckland could be in western sydney could be in bondi <laughs> but i'm just like how can you in your heart and your mind how can you feel like that is succeeding in your eyes I think eventually really crap on your people. I think eventually, <laughs> like, no, eventually you have a loving home. You'll have a come to Jesus moment for sure. No, the, yeah, the redemption. Yeah, the, the redemption. redemption moment. <laughs> no, it'll eventually come around. Yeah, but wherever you are on that journey, I'm like, all good. I'm learning to be me. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know what it is. I feel like I feel like I'm like on the verge of going to ball. And I, because that experience is. The way the experience that he talks about is your experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like I don't understand that position because I'm a man. Yeah, but you were you yeah. you grew up in South Auckland. No, I didn't. Where did you grow up in? I grew up in Onehunga. I don't know where that is in reference <laughs> to South Auckland. <laughs> and uh, where is one that in I, reference to Greyland? Because that's where I grew up. And that was one thing I wanted to mention too is 
it's not just the mentioning of it, but mentioning it is such a trigger to our young Pacifica sisters and women, you know. Oh, yeah, they look like a man. Oh, they have gullo legs. Like, okay, and what? And the thing is, like, you know, there are so many girls. Like, I, I, I can remember growing up how any time... Like a girl would be physically strong. The saying would be like, "Oh, They'll do that. Oh, just like a man, and that's considered an insult to be physically strong. And so for me, I'm like, there are so many Pacifica women who are succeeding, especially with the Fijian um, women team. They were they won the. This is the first time they ever joined the league premier thing in Australia, and they took up the whole championship. And to see Pacifica women who are strong, who are athletes, strength shouldn't only be associated with men. Being thick, or if, if a woman is thick, it shouldn't just only be um, attributed to being masculine. Pacifica women come in literally all shapes and sizes. <laughs> We're not all just one shape. We all come in all different shades as well when it comes to the depth of our melanin. Mm. And so for me, I'm just like, we should be able to celebrate that and not look down on the women and our young girls. And I just don't want these girls to internalize or me as well internalize this harmful rhetoric because we've i feel like we already are so i'm just like i just hope that we can be able to appreciate either the kinkiness or thickness or even the straightness of your hair or even if you're big or skinny or whatever just embrace whatever you are and be okay with it but with him saying that that's what she's like i just hope he unpacks that whatever he is so his daughter doesn't have that you know um, the movie Encanto. Mm. You know when they're making the um, dolls for the characters. Yeah, I haven't seen the film, so I don't know. I've seen only certain songs, but they all thought the skinny sister or cousin with the long hair. Yeah, that she was going to be the most popular doll. Mm. But that it was Louisa. Incorrect. Yeah, it's Louisa. Yeah, chip 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 chip. <laughs> she ended up being the most popular doll. Yeah. So it goes to show that in regards to. Um, what is in nature versus nurture, mm. you know, stuff like that is, you know, partially learnt. Yeah. It's not like natural. It's like, oh, we all like white skinny women. Yeah. I think that really, yeah, with the unconscious reference, I think that just really shows how how much representation mm. matters plays a part in, our, in today's society, definitely at least. And that the media you consume, the voices you listen to should mm. reflect that diversity. Yeah. Like diversity. our panel. Like this podcast. I I'm queer. <laughs> what are we? High five? High three? It's club three. You have to do your thing. Hide your eyes. Count to ten. ten. Ready, Ready or not, not? I'm gonna find, find you again. again and again and again <laughs> and, and again. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Lamar and I'm queer. <laughs> okay, you gotta do your Hi, I'm Sila and I don't know. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm Joseph, and I like to no, pretend I'm bougie. No, Joseph. I'm Joseph. <laughs> oh, I'm Joseph. Where? Where? Where on your passport? <laughs> Show me your driver's license. <laughs> no, but hi, I'm Joseph. Hi, I'm Joseph. No, for, <laughs> my sister used to make fun of me. <laughs>